We've been watching the uh, early round of, of earnings coming in. A lot, of, a lot of financials reporting and really kind of mixed results. We, we saw J.B. Diamond from J.P. Morgan Chase the other day, the big Wall Street bank, giving a really dour outlook on the economy. But then Wednesday morning, Comerica's numbers came out, and they seemed to give a lift to the whole market. I mean, the numbers were good. The outlook was good. It was refreshing. Kurt Farmers, the CEO of Comerica, joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, it's good to be with you. And, and to all of us who are trying to dig the market out of its deep rut, thank you very much. <laughs> like I say, it, it seemed to be some pretty good. I mean, your earnings were good. I, I, the, the loan loss provisions didn't seem to escalate very much. Tell me about the environment that you're seeing out there. Well, David, it was a really good uh, quarter for us. In fact, our um, overall net income earnings per share Dollar ninety-two uh, um, cents per share. It's up forty percent uh, link quarter. Uh, we had a seventeen percent ROE for the quarter, which is really our eighth quarter in a row of double-digit ROE. And I just would say that across the board, we continue to see very strong loan demand. It's broad-based, um, really across all of our geographies and the various line of business segments that we operate in. And for us, it's really been kind of a continuation of a theme sort of post-COVID, so to speak, although COVID is not completely gone. Uh, but the last sort of 12 months, 12 to 18 months, we've sort of been slowly seeing building pipelines, building activity, uh, building demand. Um, most of it is a little bit more working capital, you know, rebuilding inventories, which kind of makes sense coming off of uh, uh, COVID. But I think our uh, our model, which, you know, is very focused on uh, businesses and business banking, we we call ourselves the leadership, the leading bank for business for a reason. Um, and, you know, a lot of longstanding relationships with a lot of these clients where we really are their trusted advisor. In many cases, you know, we've been banking these companies for 30 and 40 years. I think that's serving us well. Um, and we just were very pleased with sort of the, the activity that we have seen um, and certainly benefiting yeah. as well from the rising rate environment. No question about that, given our asset sensitivity. And, and I think it's the profile of your bank that uh, that gave the lift to the market. I mean, seeing seeing loan demand right right now means that there's some corporate confidence out there. And if there's corporate confidence, then they're not pulling in their you know horns that much. And maybe just maybe we can engineer a soft landing in this economy. I'm more optimistic than probably we've heard from a few of the other uh, bank uh, CEOs. And a lot of that is based on what I'm hearing directly from um, the, many of the businesses that uh, we, we bank. And so there's a little bit of this dichotomy of what we're hearing in the media, almost sort of talking ourselves into a recession uh, versus sort of what I'm hearing uh, from from businesses. and. We certainly know all the headlines, right? I mean, inflation is certainly a challenge, energy prices, labor, et cetera, the China lockdown, the humanitarian crisis, which is horrible in the Ukraine. But our chief economist, Bill Adams, uh, believes still that there's only a 50% chance of a recession. Um, and he's sort of saying if it happens, it's probably the latter half of 2023. And I think the Fed is trying to do the things they can do uh, to, to tighten and probably will continue to increase rates uh, for the, um, the, the balance of the year. But you know, we are probably more optimistic uh, than I've heard some, some others uh, share their opinion. You know, and the other thing is, I, I guess it's been so long since we've seen a slowdown that maybe, 
maybe we're not all educated on this, but I mean, there are recessions, and recessions happen regularly. I mean, every three, four, five years. There are depressions. Those don't happen very often. And nobody's talking about a depression, but but a recession. And and there probably is some sort of a slowdown going on right now. Yeah, I, mean, I think there is a slowdown that, that is going on. But again, a slowdown is different than necessarily a recession. Now, you know, I can't promise what's going to happen, you know, it, uh, in the next uh, 12 to 18 months. But just from my perspective, uh, we've got a lot that is really still going right. And when you look at the Texas market, I mean, it's a pretty incredible story. We're, we're forecasting sort of full year GDP uh, for Texas, almost two percentage points higher than, than the U.S. at, at large. And wow. you continue to see corporate relocations into to this market, job creation, you know, net population inflow, uh, go drive around Dallas. There's still a lot of construction cranes out, still a lot of multifamily housing being created. Uh, real estate values are, are holding up. Um, energy is rebounding. And so you know, we are very bullish on the Texas market. And as the largest national bank headquartered in Texas, this is a really, really important market for us. And um, I think this is a market where, um, you know, there's the, the the steam has not been let out of the engine, so to speak, yet. You know, I, I noticed uh, you all had announced, gosh, I guess a couple of months ago, talking about sort of a transformation for some of the retail banking roles. I know you were closing up, I think, 22 locations, some in maybe the most in Michigan, but some in Texas, some in California. But still getting everything back oriented toward doing business with business. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, we are in three great business lines. Uh, our commercial bank, which is the largest part of our, our company, uh, we have a, a great wealth management team and great capabilities uh, there advising clients um, on uh, money management and financial planning, et cetera. And we have a very strong retail uh, bank uh, presence. But in the retail banking space, we've learned a lot the last two years. And we, you know, our whole country had been on this trend and really the global economy had been on this trend towards more digital and tech enabled uh, banking. Uh, people are going into banking centers less for transactional work uh, and more when they need advice, uh, they need help. You know, it's uh, you get a mortgage or a car loan or uh, they want to, to uh, plan for their child's college education or settle an estate for one of their parents, whatever the case might be. And so for us, continuing to transform our, our banking centers, make them more relevant for how people do business today and, and really focus on uh, the advice and solution side of banking and really less on transactional, which is a lot of that, again, is going more towards uh, digital channels. And we've been investing heavily there as well. So it was a chance for us to continue to right size our network. But listen, we've still got very strong coverage in the markets that we operate. We have north of 50 banking centers in the DFW area. And they will remain very important and sort of a center for us uh, in serving both retail customers and small businesses. So you're you're swamp. You're a super regional, going from California down through the Southwest up through Texas, and of course into the the roots of Michigan. Are you seeing sort of uniform activity across all areas right now? Some areas hotter than others, some colder. Well, I would say that strongest economy right now, as I said earlier, is the Texas market. But all of the markets that we operate in are performing uh, very well. 
Uh, Michigan is starting to see some of the rebound uh, from the from the auto um, slowdown that occurred at the first year of, of COVID. Uh, California is still a very resilient economy, despite some of the challenges they've had on the import export uh, side and. Uh, the tech sector uh, probably slowing down a little bit, but you know, California is the sixth largest economy in the world, and so mm. there's still a lot of diversity of, of revenue there. And then more recently, um, in some addition to some of the other markets we operate in—Arizona, Florida, et cetera—we've expanded into uh, North Carolina and the Southeast, and we're we're seeing really good opportunities uh, there. In fact, you you may have seen recently that CNBC picked. Uh, uh, North Carolina is the number one uh, bank uh, or the number one uh, market for uh, for business, and so uh, we're seeing good uh, job creation, corporate relocations uh, occurring in in North Carolina, and and we think of that as a, a good opportunity for us to sort of build a foothold in the uh, southeast as well. You know, and and I was intrigued to see Mary Barra, the uh, CEO of General Motors, sort of reiterating that she was going to keep the headquarters of of GM in in Detroit at at the General Motors Center down there. That uh, that bodes well for for the city and the state too, I would guess. Yeah, Detroit has been quite a renaissance uh, story the last uh, ten plus years, and you're continuing to see um, significant investment, but from both uh, Ford and and uh, GM, uh, as well as the auto suppliers, around the transformation to electrification. And uh, the technology journey as it re- relates to the the auto industry, but you're seeing other job creations occur in and around uh, Metro uh, Detroit, and a net population inflow occurring quite a bit of real estate development that has occurred in that market, and it remains a really important market for us. All of our operations are there. Uh, we have over uh, 4,000 employees, there are almost 5,000 employees in uh, the Southeast Michigan. Uh, market and uh, it remains a very important market for us and one where we have a very dominant position as a bank well and you've got a baseball team up there comerica park <laughs> that's correct uh, we're very proud of our partnership uh with the, with the tigers and uh, the long-standing sponsorship of comerica park well and again thanks for the good news today you're doing a good job and 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 it's good to hear somebody that's upbeat and uh, and looking forward to doing some business. Kurt Farmer is the CEO of Comerica, and we always enjoy our visits. Thank you, sir. Thank you, David. Enjoyed, enjoyed chatting with you. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation with Mr. Farmer, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.